Episode 68 The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes, 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I dissed my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five-minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to A Half Hour Wasted. Now with more overdue library books than any other podcast. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And that's why you never try to pick up girls or librarians in a library. Because <laughs> if you try to do, you know, like, hey, um... There's this girl I kind of like, and I was wondering if you could help me talk to her. They'll take you to the self-help section and stuff. <laughs> you know, they just don't get it. They don't. There's not an, the innuendo isn't. They just, you know, they're they're all facts. Librarians are all about the facts. I always get the impression that librarians are like really self-absorbed people, mm-hmm. and I don't say that in a mean way, but I just think that's their personality because mm-hmm. they it's quiet in there. They don't have to listen to people. They don't have to. You know, all they have to do is point. It's in that section. You know, it's like if you don't like people, but you need a job, <laughs> you need to get a little more libraries, baby. Libraries is where it's at. I like libraries. I like reading books that I don't have to buy. Libraries. Um, you know, I have a, a friend who she works at uh, one of the libraries here, and she told me a funny story one time. She was at the reference desk. And a girl, probably around 14 or 15, was working on a report on uh-huh. Shakespeare. And so, you know, she was showing her some reference material. And the girl asked, uh, also, I need a picture of Shakespeare. So she showed her some pictures of what he looked like. And she goes, no, 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 no. I need pictures, like a photograph of Shakespeare. And so my friend goes, you want a photograph of Shakespeare? She goes, yeah. He goes, the man who lived you know, hundreds of years ago. <laughs> you want a photograph of him? Because, yeah. Because the one doesn't, these are all that, you know, there's paintings, there's been actors who have played him in movies and stuff, but there's no photograph. And the girl, the little 14, 15 year old girl was kind of confused huh. by that. She, I guess she is, didn't have really think about the fact that, I mean, when you, you know, you grow up in today's society, everything's done for you. Everything's right mechanical. Everything's just, can you imagine Think about the way we grow up and think about the way, like, my kids have grown up. Mm-hmm. You know, the Internet's always been there yeah. for them. Back when we were kids, obviously. We went to the library. We went to the library to find stuff. You now know they can just dial it up on the Internet. Um, you know, what's funny about that is, um, you know, I listen to NPR a lot, and in their theme music, they have a typewriter that plays to rhythm. And I heard a funny story one time where a kid asked his mom what was that yeah, there you go as mom had to explain well that was a machine that and when you describe it it sounds so archaic you know it's just oh like, you're talking about an actual typewriter, an actual that, typewriter. that's more like a 
Oh, that's a keyboard, yeah. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Oh, I'm running low on virtual memory. Why do I always run low on virtual memory? You should see a doctor about that. Yeah. Welcome to Half Hour Wasted. Welcome to Half Hour Wasted. I am Frank. I'm Brad. And this is the first time we've been in the studio in a while. I mean, easily <laughs> three is. weeks. We were on vacation last or two weeks ago. Then we did Cape, which was a lot of fun. But mm-hmm. now we are in studio, sitting in across studio, from each other. So I'm kind of weirded out. Yeah, it is a brand new studio. We spent no expense. This is easily spent no expense. This is easily a ninety thousand dollar facility. We're, that we're, in. <laughs> we're sitting at a nice. Was this mahogany? Mahogany table. Or something. Yes. We've got a jam-packed show. Yeah. Well, let's let's dive right in. Oh, we by have, the way. We have emails, voicemails, complex to talk about. For those, you, you had no idea what this was. So I was under the impression that it was like from Police Academy. No, it's from Men in Black 2, actually. <laughs> Remember when... Oh, when Will Smith is Will talking Smith, alien. He's talking alien speak to... Uh-huh. Actually, that's uh, Biz Marquis. Uh Oh, really? You got what I need. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you say he's just a friend. But you say he's just a friend. Oh, baby, you got what I need. Anyway, that was he was the mailman working in the back. Yeah. It turns out all the aliens work at the uh, post office. Uh, let's jump into voicemail, voicemails. Gmails, what do you want to do first? Uh, emails. Let's play. play, play, let's play we'll play go a back and forth. Yeah. So, place a, a voicemail, Brad. What do we got? Let me find it here. <clears throat> All right, this uh, is from April the tenth. Our friend Joe Jans. Hey, Brad. Hey, Frank. It's Soda. Got a question for you. Uh, I'm listening to the Return of the Jedi episode. Which I love, by the way. But. Uh, Something dawned on me. I have two kids of my own. I have a five-year-old daughter and a one-and-a-half-year-old son who have never seen Star Wars. Now, when I saw Star Wars, I saw it in the order of Episode 4, 5, 6, and then 1, 2, and 3. Well, they have the luxury of never seeing this, so I'm curious what your thoughts are in should I make them watch it when they're old enough and want to watch it, in the same order that I did, or should I let them see it in chronological order, which would be episode one, two, three, four, five, and six? And I'm wondering now. Obviously, I I'm tainted because I, I ruined it for myself by seeing Star Wars first. But um, I'm just curious if you guys think they're going to get a different take on it if they see it with episode one first instead of episode four. So. Uh, that was it. Love the show. Keep it up. And uh, one last thing. Get well, Hesse. Bye. Oh. Yeah, that was back after she... Was she broke her ankle or leg? I think she broke her ankle. And, and yeah, Hesse, get get well soon. Um, we should call her up on the show sometime. You know, I uh, uh, I called her up a couple weeks ago, and I guess she just didn't have a chance to get back to me. But yeah, Hesse, get 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 well. We, we're wishing the best for her. We want to be there at Super Show and stuff like that. Um, I have a very strong opinion about this. So do I. Okay. This is the order I believe, and then I'll tell you why I believe it should be in this order. I believe it should be New Hope, then Phantom Menace, then Attack, then Revenge, then Empire, then um, Return. Because I think you would get a better experience watching in New Hope. Because Vader, while he's important, he's not one of the main characters in A New Hope. He's he's the villain, but he's, you know, him and Luke never really, they're, they're never in the same room together. Really. Not in the first movie. Not no. in the first movie, no. So, 
you expose your kids to this villain, Vader. Then you go back and you watch A New Hope and you see this little boy, Annie. You see him growing up. You see... Are you an angel? Yeah. (laughs) And then you see him become tainted. And then you see him. And then by revenge, you're like, oh my gosh, that's the guy from episode four. This is the bad guy. This is the guy that's Vader. And then you continue on with the story, and then you see how he saved. He he ended up being the savior that he he was destined to be. You, Fred? I think what we they should watch him in the order that we watched him: four, okay. five, six, one, two, three. Because if you watch one, two, three, you spoil the fact that Anakin is really Darth Vader mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So that's lost when you watch episodes five and six. Okay. And I, I think that <clears throat> that was a really strong point of the original trilogy. There was a you know, there was a period of three years where you in between Empire and Jedi where you were going, Is he or isn't he? Mm-hmm. You know? And you lose that if you watch one, two and three first. <clears throat> Pardon okay. me. So I don't think that the that the the prequels are strong enough to there there's really no like huge revelations mm-hmm. um in that you might be able to say that um Anik, uh Palpatine being Darth Sidious was a revelation like that was probably mm-hmm. the biggest revelation of that original trilogy but that's not near as strong as finding out that Darth Vader really is was Anakin Skywalker. So, you know, I could also make the argument here that maybe you watch Phantom Menace first because that is kind of a kid-friendly movie too. Expose him to that world, expose him to some of the characters and stuff like that. Then go back to 4, 5, 6 and then jump back on to 2 and 3. Uh, that's that's probably actually closer to the way that um Ashley watched them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because you can watch that one, and yeah. there's kind of a ma- one. There's a, there's a magic about it. There's a little kid, and you get to see Obi Wan. Yeah, you know, younger, and then in Episode Four, you get to see him older. So, and there's not really any spoilers in that. In no, that there's first really one. that one. That's probably that might be a really good way for a, a little kid to to watch it too. Yeah. And and I, there's a lot of and and get I like the your crap too. out of the way. Yeah, <laughs> but well, I, like, you know, kids eat that <laughs> stuff up. My I strongly believe in watching. Episodes four, five, and six before episodes two and three. Okay. Because if you see episodes two and three, you lose that oomph. Um, let's jump down to a voicemail. I'll uh, email or email. I'm sorry. I'll do this one. This is from um, Hellfire, Mark Johnson. Uh, Brad and Frank just wanted to say I'm a new listener. I've listened to about half your show so far, and I love them. You guys have the best drops and intro music, Brad. And you sound much rejoicing. <laughs> you sound like a, like uh, an actual budgeted radio broadcast. I even find myself saying the drops, and of course, people think I'm crazy. Cuckoo. Uh, that said, you guys have the worst opinions when it comes to movies. Spider-Man 3, Fantastic 4, 1 and 2, Fight Club, Episode 2 and 3, question mark. What, uh, with the exception of Fight Club, all those movies are horrible. You guys sound rather intelligent and funny when it comes to other topics, but then I hear that your movie comments and shake my head and cringe. Keep up the good work, at least when it comes to movies and such. Sincerely, Mark Johnson, a.k.a. Hellfire. Mark, thank you for listening. Even though you're wrong, thank you for listening. (laughs) Uh, It it takes a village. Spider-Man 3, 
while it wasn't as good as one or two, was not horrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fantastic Four, yeah, you might be right about that. I'm of the opinion that it's pretty bad. I liked Fantastic Four number two. Mm-hmm. Um, Fight Club was horrible. Episodes two and three, say what you will about them, they're not horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we we can't all be right, and uh, we'll let you listen anyway. Yeah, but th- but thanks for listening. I mean, you know. Different opinions for 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 everyone. I, know. You know, I say that uh, I I think we've we've defended ourselves on how we feel about certain movies and it's stuff tongue like in cheek that. when I say it like that. You know, <laughs> uh, you want to do a voicemail? <clears throat> sure. Let's see. It's from our friend Adam. Adam. I forget how to say his last name. Uh, hello. This message is for Brad Milio and Frank Rinkin. Hi guys. This is Adam Umack from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. I just have a quick uh, question. Um, since you tore up your copy of uh, Spider-Man, One More Day, um, I was just wondering if by any chance you guys have started to read the brand new day storyline that Marvel has been putting, putting out. Um, I know it's gotten a lot of good press and such uh, from Newsarama, the geeks, and you know pretty much everybody else. And I'm just wondering if you guys have just by any chance hopped on board yet. I'm looking to get into Marvel. All right. Talk to you later. Take care. I have not. Brad and and you were a and and you are a a um an, you were an avid Spider-Man reader. Oh yeah. So you have dropped it. You're not reading it. No. Um I was never really an avid Spider-Man reader, so I did not jump jump on. Uh you know, every so often I'll pick up a trade. Sometimes Brad used to throw me a trade every so often. Uh, I like Spider-Man just not really into his universe and stuff. So it didn't really affect me. So the answer Adam is no, I haven't. I'm still sick in my stomach about it. Um, now, Brad, are you now? You said you weren't reading it, but are you buying it? No, in fact, Good. <clears throat> once I made the decision to stop buying, which was immediately after I finished uh, part four of of uh, one more day, uh-huh. uh, I did not purchase another Spider-Man comic uh, ma- mainstream. I, I have bought a Peter David authored. Uh, Marvel Adventures, right. right? Is that what they call? Um I had pre-ordered um two or three of the brand new day episodes or right. issues from DCBS. By the way, we forgot to say that DCBS know, is the best We'll plug them at the end of our yeah. Uh, uh, best mail order we got to do at the end. Dang it. Anyway, I pre-ordered through DCBS. And I put them right in my box. Haven't even read them. Okay. I flipped through them because I wanted to see what the art looked like. Art looks nice, but you know I'm not interested in. in the, I wish I could find the post that I that I typed out on the CGS thread. But I'm because it. I'm trying to repeat what I said. It. I, I have no interest in reading stories about somebody who's pretending to be something he's not, even though he's not aware he's uh-huh. doing it. It's just you know I still have I'm still sticking to my guns. And just as a, as a, as a quick uh, uh, side, uh, a, a quick bar, we, we won't stay on this topic for a while, but uh, with Secret Invasion coming out and the potential that Spider-Man could be a Krull. Skrull. Um, how would the, what if that was a Krull revelation? Krull was a good movie. Remember that movie? Yeah. <laughs> with the... Uh, with the um, like a starfish throwing yeah. deal? Yeah. That was pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> you know, if they use that as an excuse to get things back to the way they were... Um, fine. I, I, but I thought long and hard about that. I don't think they could make that work. Mm-hmm. I don't want Boyer with my thought process, but I think that would be a bit of a stretch. Okay. Um, to Adam's 
point about him wanting to get back into Marvel and you bringing up Secret Invasion. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, if you're not reading Secret Invasion and the New Avengers and Mighty Avengers uh, series, then you're really missing out because I'm really enjoying that. I think Brian Michael Bendis is just doing a top-notch job with that. So I would highly recommend looking into those books, Adam. Let's see. Uh, for me, when I read Marvel Secret Invasion right now, which I get through DCBS, and um, that Mark Millar uh, storyline, the kick-butt one, I don't want to say right, the real right. title. And, um, you know, every so often I'll get a trade. Kickers? <laughs> I could kick, say kick, kick us. Kick, kick us. Um, but anyway, that, that's kind of, you know, I, I do enjoy the, um, I do enjoy the ultimate universe. I've read, I've read a lot of those trades and those are great trades just to kind of pick up and read and enjoy. And also the Marvel adventures. I kind of like that bubbly type of storyline and, 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 and it remind, reminds me of a kid. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, this one is from, this is an email from Tracy Mundy. Let's see. And this was April 14th. I just started your podcast yesterday and hearing about you from the Comic Geek Speak. And I'm up to seven and I'm finding the format and topics very enjoyable. I look forward to catching up on the episodes and try to... And try, thank you. And thank you. And T-Y. thank you for keeping me company as I go about my life from... What is that? Acton, Antioch, Calif- California. Antioch, California. Thank Mark, you, Mark, don't get used to the format, even though we try to stick to half hour... We try. <clears throat> oh, yeah. If you're away. only up on episode seven, it slips oh my gosh. away from us. Yes. You got voicemail for us? Yeah. Here's another one from Adam. Okay. Uh, hey, guys. This is Adam. Uh, how's it going? It's uh, Wednesday, the 30th, uh, last day of the month. And uh, I just want to give you guys a call with regard to uh, there being no episode this week. <laughs> um, you know, um, I'm okay with it. I'm I'm okay with that. All right, smell you later. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Listen in the background. Yeah, uh, there's you know, he's a teacher, right? Uh-huh. And uh, I'm starting to wonder what kind of school he teaches at. Listen, you can hear kids screaming uh, in the hey background. Guys, this is Adam. Okay. Uh, how's it going? It's uh, Wednesday, the 30th, uh, last day of the month. And uh, I just want to give you guys a call with regard to uh, there being no episode this week. Uh, <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> some kid was... Being tortured or something, having his teeth pulled or Mr. something. Mister Mr. Umac, no. Let's go right to this next voicemail because okay. I got to say, I thought this was a joke. I thought Johnny M was playing a joke on us. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, yeah. With this voicemail, but <clears throat> I googled this guy, and it turns mm-hmm. out he's this is legit. Legit. Here we go. Hey guys, this is Donnie Salvo. I am a stand-up comic out of Connecticut. I want to say I absolutely love your show. I am into everything that is geeky, nerdy, except for Star Trek. But I still enjoyed those episodes. And I have to say, uh, a bunch of my comedian friends and I are uh, actually getting together and putting a podcast of our own together. Uh, And I have to say that, uh, Brad and Frank, you guys are absolutely the inspiration we look forward to your show every week. I went back and downloaded every single episode. And, dude, in three days I was done, <laughs> mostly because I have no life. Uh, actually, not mostly. It's because I have no life. But you know what, man? You guys are an absolute inspiration out there. You are funny. 
you're interesting. Keep it going, dude. I can't wait for more episodes. Get off vacation so we could come back. And uh, when uh, my buddies and I get our podcast off the ground, I really hope that um, Brad and Frank, you'll be our first interview. Or maybe we could collaborate, something, anything. I'd really like to work with you guys. You guys are absolutely fantastic. And keep up the good work, man. I know this is like two hours long, but uh, <laughs> take care. And keep it up, man. Later. Yay! Donnie, thank you so much. Yeah, we are actually friends on MySpace now. And we have uh, spoken briefly back and forth. And, you know, I said, hey, if you need help, you know, knowing how to do, you know, hardware stuff on on the front end, you know, before you start it, you know, give so us a So apparently he's business. legit. He's legit. He's thought, too too legit to quit. I thought that's got to be, you know, like I said, Johnny pulling a fast one on us because uh-huh. we're not that funny. You know, a stand-up comedian <laughs> would not find us that funny. But uh, I'm actually very surprised, very flattered. Yeah, I'm flattered, Thank too. Thank you, Donnie. That's pretty awesome, actually. And, I, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure we're going to be talking to you at some point. I didn't realize we were that funny. <laughs> My mom says I'm funny. Oh, by the way, it's Mother's Day today. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, Brad. My dad says to tell you Happy Mother's Day. And, and tell your dad that's very odd. Um, yeah, Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Mom, I love you so much. You know, I... I I make these jokes about my mom, you know, uh, beating me up and and, le- and leaving me at rest stops and stuff like that. But that is a uh, that is all in humor. I had a very caring, loving mother, and the only reason I can joke like that is because it was not true. She put up with a lot of my shenanigans, and uh, and uh, you know, I care for you, mom, so much. You are the best mom in the world. You made while you while this is true. She was a horrible cook. She was still a loving mom. I could tell there was love in that food when she made it for me. Conversely, conversely, my mom's a great cook but a horrible mother. No, I'm oh. kidding. Totally kidding. <laughs> no, I love my mom too. She's she's the best. To all mothers in the world, cheers. Happy I don't mother's I don't have Day. a cup, but we'll pretend cheers. So give your mom a hug in a comic book. Mother. There is no other. <laughs> should have yeah. had should have had Mr. TQ. Then. You know, I was thinking about that the other day, Brad. That's been a year. I know. That's Isn't that crazy. crazy. Uh, do you have any more voice or emails? I've got uh, some voicemails. I got a couple of emails. Let's see. Play that one email that you wanted to read uh, anonymously. The, yeah, the DQ one. I'll read this anonymously. <clears throat> this person says. Hey, guys, I'm almost caught up to your current episode. I just wanted to say that you should have Amy the girl on more. I much prefer her to June Bob Kim. <laughs> she sounds sexier than he does. Maybe it's the fact that she's a girl and has a nice accent. I live in the Bay Area, so I hear enough Asians in their accents. <laughs> I, wow. I also like it when she argues with the usually wrong Brad. <laughs> a couple more episodes, and she should change her name to Amy the woman. Even though I don't watch Lost, I just don't get it. And I hate the Harry Potter books, but enjoy the movies. You should have her back as uh, as often as possible. Sincerely, blank. Um, um, yeah, you know, going just to Amy, you know, she's always welcome on the show, but she does have a life. She you know, she, she's married and, and has a life, and so she's not much geeky things as we are, but she did leave us that nice voicemail when we were on vacation. Yeah. and um, She picks and, on me because I made a comment to her once about... How I don't like the Beatles and I don't like black and white movies, so she's never let me live it down. <laughs> There's only one black and two black and white movies that I've enjoyed. In What's my that? Life. Well, uh, Young Frankenstein, Young Frankenstein, and uh, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid, mm-hmm. Steve Martin. Um, speaking of Lost, oh, uh, oh. Last, last week's episode was pretty awesome. 
Yeah, you liked it. Yeah. Pretty good, yeah. Pretty awesome. Um, you know, speaking of black and white movies, Brad, I yeah. saw I saw probably the antithesis of what you would hate what? in movies. Last night on DVD, I watched a silent movie. Yeah. I watched uh, Buster Keaton's Battling Butlers. And so it's silent and it's black and white. So I'm Did sure, I'm sure you would have music, hated it. Yeah. Crazy music going on in the background. <laughs> the one thing about, about, that I love about silent movies is the overacting that they do. They kind of do this, you know, they shake their face and they do big nods when they mean no. And there's a lot of pointing. And to me, that's, that's very funny. Um, I, I think there's a lot of silent movies I really like, but, uh, but it, sometimes I'll watch a, a silent movie and I'll just have to laugh because it's just like, just the over, you know, we have to get the message across and there's no sound. So be sure and say yes by nodding. <clears throat> Did they come up with those full screen graphics that have oh, like yeah. a sentence of narration? Yeah. I'll have to watch that. I mean, yeah. those are always fun. Uh, I, I enjoy them. I, I'm a big Buster Keaton fan anyway. So, so I do like, I like silent movies. Okay. I got play. more voicemails. Play some. I'll have to edit this one and post. Okay. I meant to edit it before, uh-huh. but I'll edit it in post. Okay. What's up, boys? Johnny M. It's uh, Friday, May 2nd. Just got out of the first 11 a.m. showing of Iron Man. Left work, ditched it, went to Iron Man. Um, you might have to edit this because I don't know if I can contain myself because this movie kicked serious <laughs> um, just enough origin, to, you know, without slowing things down. Just great action, great effects, great acting. Best movie I've seen in a long time. First movie I've I've wanted to go back to the theater and see again in a long time. Uh, I'm sure you guys will chime in on it soon. Please give me a buzz if you want to talk about it after you see it. It f- rocked. I didn't mention that. Stay till after the credits. Spoiler alert. Hand me my eye patch. It's the one that says bad mother on it. Take it easy, guys. <laughs> Johnny, with, with the uh, Pulp Fiction reference. <laughs> Uh, you know, we we haven't talked about it. Let's talk. Let's spend a few minutes talking about it right okay. now. Okay. So, uh, it, seriously, it's one of it's in my top. Four comic book movies of all time. I mean, they just hit out of park. It was so good. It was it a was lot of fun. Fantastic. Yeah, <clears throat> I you was know. so impressed with Robert Downey Jr. Uh, coming out, going in. I was really worried. I was on board the whole time. We've talked about this because yeah. he's had he struggled with um, with substance abuse and stuff like that. And and I thought which he they was didn't the really play up a whole lot in this they movie. They played on it enough. You yeah, know, he always just, had a cocktail. In his yeah, hand. he was always drinking. You know, but yeah. he never was like faced. You yeah. know, it didn't really the 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 um, out of control alcoholism really mm-hmm. wasn't uh, a huge part of this. But right. they they nodded to the fact that he did drink mm-hmm. which of course was a major part of his run back in the 80s yeah <clears throat> um just fantastic special effects and I-, I told you this maybe i said it uh during cape uh i got a f- the same feeling that i got while I'm watching batman begins i got while watching iron man that feeling being i believe that this person could actually pull this off and make this happen yeah because of the way that we you and i are not privy to half of the t- 
technology that exists in the world. I mean, there's mm. stuff that's so beyond us that the military uses and stuff. And if this guy's designing things that the military uses, why can't he design something that he could use to make all this stuff happen? I mean, I really, truly believed that this guy could actually pull this off. Let me ask you, spoiler alert, we'll talk a little bit about the plot on here. What did you think of the the the... The um, the news conference at the end, where he and again spoiler alert, where he uh, said, "I am sp- I am Iron Man." I thought that was definitely in character. I know, me too. <laughs> I thought that was great. I'm actually surprised that they did it, uh-huh. but I was glad they did it because, you know, Tony Stark in his career, he's come out several times mm-hmm. and admitted to being Iron Man. Uh, like recently in Civil War, he came out. Again, yeah. and he explained um, in the past, uh, he explained how in the past he'd covered himself. You know, he had all those armors fly in behind right. him while he was at the press conference in Civil War. But, you know, this guy has gone back and forth from revealing his identity to covering his tracks and back and forth, back and forth. So it made total sense that he would do it in this movie. And he obviously was, I don't know, full of himself is the wrong word, but he liked the spotlight he liked he the did. attention why not just come out and say nah i'm iron man yeah i mean it was just per- it was perfect and of course the scene that johnny's referring to at the end if you haven't seen it spoiler alert nick fury shows up right. at the end and he looks like the ultimate nick fury right who was based on samuel jackson with an eye patch just perfect i stayed you know to watch it and when when he showed up, I whooped out loud and <laughs> clapped my hand once, just a big old smack, and I was just so excited. And there were some other geeks in the audience, too. Man, we still got so much to talk about. Yeah, we'll keep going. Uh, it was just really, really cool seeing that. And hearing him actually say the word Avenger Initiative, mm-hmm. I was just like, yes, finally, it's going to happen. It I, may not be good, but it's going to happen. I went to the... Uh, I went to the um, the geek showing uh, Thursday night uh, before the Friday to the eight o'clock show, and when uh, he donned on the first suit that was all silver, not not the one in the cave, but the the Mark II, the Mark II, uh, everyone just applauded. Oh yeah, I mean, uh, people got excited, and I actually got chills. It's just like, wow, look, every, I mean, wow. And and to be honest, I wasn't excited about an Iron Man movie when, when I, I first heard either. about it. I really wasn't. God, I was just, like, they really? hit apart. This is not going to be that. I mean, why do I care about Iron Man? Yeah, I've and never, I never cared did. About him. Yeah. But now he's like, it's really. And I will say that ever since um, Civil War, I've really grown to be really interested in uh-huh. Tony Stark's character. Not so much Iron Man, but Tony Stark in general, because um, he really wants to do the right thing. And we see that in this movie too, where yeah. he, you know, he sees American soldiers being killed, and he decides to shut down the weapons manufacturing plant right. and. Uh, yeah, I'm just, I want to go see it again. I haven't seen it. I've only seen it once, and I uh, want to go back and see it. Biggest complaint for me was uh, I thought the villain was just a little, I could kind of see that coming. It was telegraphed pretty pretty, pretty heavily. Yeah, and pretty, and, with the and magazine pretty, covers. Yeah, the magazine covers kind of gave it away, I think, at the very beginning, because, you know, here's this protege and, and the guy who was running the company standing behind him looking at Tony Stark very angrily you know he's now taking a back seat and you could just and kind of kind of telegraph like you said but you know what you gotta give it to jeff bridges though he really 
he really pulled off a what I think was a uh, stereotypical bad guy character yeah. and actually made him scary. Yeah. I mean, he was like when he showed up at, at Tony Stark's office when Pepper Potts was on the computer, mm-hmm. I thought, oh, this is not going to go well. Yeah. And he walks in. First thing he says is, well, what are we going to do about this? <laughs> and there was a double meaning to that. Like, yes. I find you sitting at Tony Stark's computer. We all kind of know what's going on. There's an unspoken thing here. But then again, when he says, what are we going to do about this? Maybe he's talking about the fiasco that Tony Stark has caused and yeah. and all that stuff. So really, really, really happy with this movie. Really sure. well. Uh, and you can tell John Favreau, who played the driver uh, Hogan. Did he call him Hogan or did he call he him Happy? I don't remember. Pretty sure he called him Hogan. Uh-huh. Um, he was Hogan in the movie, but he directed the movie and he, you know, helped write it. And he's also writing a, a mini, an Iron Man miniseries uh-huh. that's being published right now. But you could tell he really put a lot of care into it. Yes. And Doctor Jensen from the origin was there, even though he's a different nationality, uh-huh. same name. Um, just. I think a lot of love and care went into this movie, and I was really happy with it. Yeah. I'm really excited about the DVD, which I happen to know is coming out in October. Oh, good. Because I know a guy who works for Blockbuster, and he uh-huh. gets some inside information. Mm-hmm. He said it's coming out in October. Um, but just hit out of the park. A lot of fun. Mm-hmm. A lot, a great balance of action and comedy and seriousness. And, you know, and, and the sign of a good movie like this is that anybody can enjoy it, not just the fans of the yeah. comic book. And everyone seems to be enjoying it. We still have so much to talk about. Should yeah. we wrap up and, and do a, a another episode, or should we just keep going? Let's play the last two voicemails, and then we'll, then we'll okay. move on. Because there's two more, right? Yeah, and then we, we've we got another whole hour's worth of stuff yeah. to talk <laughs> about. Okay, let's just play these. If you haven't seen Iron Man, man, go get it. Yes. Big time. Um. I'll play the Johnny M. Uh, he called back. Right, and Frank, what's up, Johnny M.? I'm <laughs> uh, having a little Iron Man, uh, post-Iron Man backlash right now. I have a couple of confessions to make. Um, number one, I've been calling my wife Pepper all weekend. <laughs> she has been calling me names that I won't repeat in return. Uh, it's not Mr. Stark, I can tell you that. Um, number two, I tried to build a repulsor beam in my basement, and uh, I burnt the cat. Um, it's like superficial burns. He's going to be out of the hospital in like three days. Everybody's being such a baby about it, I don't, I don't understand. But uh, when do you think this is coming out on DVD? Oh, there you go. October. Talk to you guys later. <laughs> where does cat. where does Johnny that's, M get this technology? I don't know. That's funny though. He, <laughs> I like these. Everybody's being a baby about it. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the story of when I actually saw a cat get run over? It exploded like a watermelon yeah, at a Gallagher concert. It, if you want to tell it? I, don't I won't tell it. I'll tell you later. Mm. Um, I've heard it. Let's see. Um, we got one more. Okay. Uh, it's from Heather, actually. Heather. Yeah. The l- computer lady. Oh. The new computer lady. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Hi, Brad. It's Heather. Um, I just wanted to say I really like working with you and would hate to have to go job hunting already. Thanks again for this great opportunity to be a part of something so important. Okay, talk to you later. Bye. Well, that was very, that's <laughs> very, very sweet. That's, she, you, you know, know I, I have to admit, Crystal didn't do stuff like that. No. Um, speaking of which, June Bob, thank you so much for, uh, you know, Bridging the gap, so so Crystal and I can. can Have you been talking? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think 
Brad, I think things are going to work out. You know what? It's funny. You should I, th- I forgot about this one. Um, there's what? another an, an additional what? voicemail. There's an, another voicemail. Okay. It's actual voicemail. Okay. But he mentions you. Hi guys, this is Forrest. I've uh, been listening to your show here for a little while. And Hi Forrest. Just wanted to give you a call, and honestly, I think I forgot what I had to say while I was <laughs> dialing all those numbers. But uh, just wanted to say I love the show, and I've got to put in a request for maybe a uh, duet of Sunny and Chairs. I've got you, babe, with uh, Frank and the uh, computer there, and hope to maybe hear that one soon and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks. So this guy, Forrest, thank you, Forrest. Well, thank for you, Forrest. I'm glad you're listening. He wants to hear you and Crystal do a duet. Well, you know, we'll, we'll see. Pretty awesome. You know, we are pretty, our relationship very tentative right now. We have to take it, you know, one cyber step at a time. <clears throat> it's pretty awesome, actually. Yeah. We um, we should close, but before we close, we need to talk about our new sponsor. Yeah. Discount Comic Discount Book, comic book Service. Service. Ooh, that was loud. Wow, I think I'll edit that out, actually. <laughs> Brad, what do you what do you think about Discount Comic Book Service? Discount Comic Book Service, man, it it's awesome. It saves me money, and you know, all you guys know about it. Maybe some of you don't, but those of you who who don't listen to CGS very regularly, Comic Geek Speak, Comic mm-hmm. Geek Speak podcast, and if you're not, you're missing out because it's just the best comic book podcast there that there is. But um, yeah, Donnie the comedian. If you like our show, you will love comic. Book. Yeah, if you like geek things, man, listen to Comic Book uh, Comic Geek Speak. They're pretty awesome. Um, <clears throat> com- uh, Discount Comic Book Service is where Frank and I get our books. It's an online uh, comic book mail order service. They've got uh, you can get all your books at forty percent off. Um, some as much as fifty or seventy five percent off. Currently, uh, they've put their new order uh, their May products up for sale on their website. It's at dcbservice.com. Some of the specials that they've got going on right now, Frank, you might be interested in this, Gotham Central Volume 1 in the Line of Fire hardcover. Really? Remember the old Gotham Central Brubaker and I had the first three, and I love them. You can get the um, hardcover, the Volume 1 hardcover, for 50% off. It's fourteen ninety nine. So you look at that. And uh, they've got a lot of their, a lot of the books coming up are like 50% off, uh, 75% off. Uh, Secret Invasion is going to have a frontline series uh-huh. like Civil War did and like Hulk, World War uh-huh. Hulk did. They've got a Secret Invasion frontline, uh, number one of five. It's 75% off for the first issue. Um, yeah. These guys uh, just send them right to your door. They pack them real nice. I've never had never had a problem, a problem with shipping. Um, and, and, you know, if, if, if you don't live in Indiana, no sales tax either. That's right. So uh-huh. maybe you should move out of Indiana. Yeah, and if you, you can do. save even more money. Yes, DCB service uh, is pretty awesome. Yes, I love we it we love much. them, and thank you for sponsoring us. And that being said, Brad, let's wrap this up. Yes, where's the close music? Here we go. So for you guys, thank you, DCBS again. Um, be sure to check us out on the web at a halfhourwaste.com. We're also at the comicforums.com. Brad, our voicemail number is six four one seven one five three nine zero zero. Extension seven seven five zero zero six four pound. Sorry, sorry, Forrest. And uh, yeah, for, sorry about all those numbers, dude. <laughs> hey, get we pay for it free. Anyway, uh, we'll see you next week on a half hour wasted. All right, later. See you. Thank you, Limp Biscuit. <laughs>